wild shit uh, Cause when my coke come in They gotta use the scale that they weigh the whales with Carlson's on the Jeep Bugatti made the prototype Hope you get the picture but you just can't photo light Determined niggas make it Kicking down the door and we burning niggas naked The house costs a million Sitting on the beach and the only thing I know With this furnish I'ma take it My bathtub lift up, my walls do a 360 Mike We check. got this shit that the government check, got one, two, one, Talking two. money then you rubbing the spot Real niggas say that they be wildin' We on the Cayman Islands On a yacht with our favorite albums A bad hole in a plate of salmon Smoking and drinking, nigga Is you thinking that our fate is violent? I love my nigga for the fact that he real And nobody on the back of the square What? And if you facing capital pun Pass me a gun And I'ma give you time to run While I we rapidly pill We gon' uh. make it We gon' make it We gon' make it We Make it beloved slimes. What's Gucci? What's Gucci? It's been a minute. You you ain't heard that in a minute, right? Yeah, you ain't heard that in a while. Beloved slimes. What's Gucci? What's Gucci? What's Gucci? Welcome to another episode of Word on the Screen podcast. This is episode eighty-two. Uh, I am your host, the gracious, the chilled, the cool, the calm, the collected. I'm joking. Fuck all that shit. It's your beloved slime, man. Green juice poppy, um, big slime poppy, um, smoothie god, sauce god, all them shits, man. It's Grav, man. It's Blake. It's it's me, man. What's good, guys? What's good? What's good? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Please, um, you know, you know, you know, you know. Um, back to um, old ways, you know. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. Yeah, don't forget and follow the page at WOTS Podcast with the hashtag what on the street if you're listening tag us if you're listening just post on that you know what i'm saying but yeah man welcome welcome back man welcome back yeah we 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 good man we good we good we good what's up what's up it's been a minute it's been a minute also please don't forget to um follow us on soundcloud as well and other streaming digital platforms just type in what on the street podcast street yeah what on the street podcast and yeah there you go man What's good, man? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, so much has happened, bruh. So much has happened in the span of like I think it's been three months now and some shit. Yeah, I think it's been like three months, but it's yeah, it's it's a lot. A lot's been happening, man. I'm sorry for keeping y'all in the dark like that, but life gets real sometimes, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bruh, listen, bruh. First and foremost, dog. Me, I can't walk, dog. Okay, okay, let me not say that. Like, I can't walk completely 100%, but yeah, I, I injured myself doing a football game. Um, I was playing football and I misstepped with my left foot. And yeah, I've, I'm out till September. It's been now, it's been a couple of weeks. I think it's not going on the third week. Yeah, it's the third week. The fourth week, I'm supposed to go see the doctor, which is next week. So yeah, I've been given a moon boot, uh, apparently ligaments tore. Yeah, my ankle was just... Dude, I don't know how, but yeah, I ended up hurting myself and ending up in a moon boot as a fucking adult, not as a kid. I never had a broken bone, never had none of that shit growing up. So it's kind of awkward as fuck. It's like, what? Like, why? Why now? Like, you're grown when you should be taking care of your body and when you should be take, being delicate with your bone, you end up 
doing the opposite. Like as a kid, I was wild, bro. I used to fall and shit. Used to do all this other shit, like just dangerous shit, like that kids do that you're not like aware to or privy to. But never once did I like break a bone or hurt myself to the point where I need a cast or some shit like that. But now, now, nigga, you'd be surprised and you'd be like, damn, this, all this shit, like. You, when you look at it in retrospect you're like damn bro like what was i doing type shit it's so it's so peak it's like you thought you it's something so small can't it's nothing small but yeah so i misstepped just playing football with the homies misstepped um on my left it's my left foot and then all of a sudden i couldn't walk i literally fell to the ground and i was like fuck i was like in pain but i didn't know how bad the pain was so i tried getting up i tried walking zero i couldn't even attempt to get up. i was like homie help me up help me up and the other homie just said hey man i heard you scream bruh i'm like yeah i can't walk so then they like literally carried me like on my one foot i was walking with my right foot and then they were like picking me up and being like yeah we'll be fine we'll be fine and all this other shit yo dude let me tell you something bruh that's some excruciating pain but i have this this whole experience has made me respect these footballers on some other shit so i feel like now nah, niggas need to be like okay this nigga is a baller after all because this nigga got a baller injury injury you know what i'm saying so yeah like just the whole process like the thought process like um when i looked at my foot it was just like swollen like a whole big ass foot like an elephant size foot i basically had like on top of my ankle it just it was just blown up and then there's like this weird ass lump that you're seeing like sticking out of your out of your foot and you're like what the you know what i'm saying it's like just so awkward so yeah god put into put that into ice bruh listen bruh i was in so much pain yo 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 my nigga my nigga my mom was like hey bruh yeah no you were in pain like you were crying and shit and i was like yeah there's some other shit i never experienced like i was biting my 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 uh, forearm my right forearm while i was chilling on the table with this water my foot in the water the ice water and just having ice on it it's just yo dude it was just it just like pulled out the pain it was just yo dude it was just yeah it does that's some other pain like i was like yeah no this can never happen again type shit you know so yeah i've been on that i've been on that course for a while um i remember sending my girlfriend the picture was so concerned but she was so shook she was like nigga what did you do what the hell did you do and then um when she saw my mood the moon boot because i felt like when i first got the moon boot i felt like yo dude this was a rocket launcher thing i'm just going to spaceman bruv i'm buzz lightning this motherfucker i was like i'm buzz lightning you know what i'm saying like to infinity and beyond type shit <laughs> i was like nigga i'm i'm fucking buzz lightning to infinity and beyond type shit so yeah when she saw the foot she was like yo dude this thing is a rocket man it's gonna take off i'm like yeah i told you like yeah but um it it was it was it was it's an experience it's something yeah something i wouldn't say that i would want to do again definitely not but it's an experience you know um having to deal with shit like this so then the doctor told me sad as soon as he as soon as i saw him because i i did the ic the rest the the rice method which is rest um like composure ice rest ice uh compress which is for the bandage and then elevation which is raise your foot so that's what i was doing i was on that tip for a few days till i went to the doctor because we were like (coughs) 
we were like let's see let's see wagwan let's see if i really need to go to the doctor kanti ne had to really go to the doctor now the doctor's like hey bro listen my nigga you cannot play football till september i was like damn i was like shit i was like that's so peak bro i was like damn dude why 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 me bro so i was like this is really like a football proper football injury and i was like fuck okay cool and then he's like yeah you have to get a moon boot you have to go get x-rays you have to go do this whole shit and then when we did the x-rays he came back and he was like yeah you'll need the moon boot um it's just across here hey dude damn bro and this thing with these medical aids they don't cover the shit like i was like so shook bro so vex bro they didn't cover the whole moon boot situation they said only if it was on the right foot i was like ah 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 listen to these niggas bro I was like, damn, bro, you niggas ain't gonna cover this shit. Uh, dude, it was just it's just so insane how these people like rip people off. It'll go back to the story of my COVID um test that I did as well. They were like, if you come on negative, we're not covering. But if you come on positive, for sure. Like, how is that a thing where you can look at it and be like, "Eh, Kandi, you're not covering for shit because we're not like it's just so backwards and it's just how they're making money in in the midst of all this dumb shit you know it's just so weird but yeah so got the moon boot put that shit on that shit was so uncomfortable bro yo 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 my nigga it was unco- it's, it's some uncomfortable shit it's just it's like a burden that you're carrying but i'm getting used to it for sure i'm definitely getting used to it but also i i realized with the moon boot there's times where you need to like take a break You can't have the moon boot on for too long in the day because then you'll end up swelling your foot again, your foot getting sore or whatever may be the case. So sometimes you should only wear the moon boot when you're like going far, traveling far, uh driving for sure. I, I recently got back into driving as well, which I'm pleased with because yeah, I'm making progress. So I I'd be walking around without the moon boot, limping but still putting pressure on my foot. still doing exercises things of that nature so it's not too bad but yeah it's i still need the moon boot <laughs> when i go past don't need the moon boot because it's like impossible to like proper press with my foot on shit and shit but you can like lift press it up and lift it and try and rotate it like rotating exercises like small little exercises like rotating it fully is like a mission like to like comfortably but it's it's there it can rotate to a degree and yeah so That's that's another thing is getting covid tests is another thing that I've I've experienced I got exposed to that um while trying to focus on the case that I mentioned to you guys and getting testimonies from my neighbors and things of that nature so I was exposed to covid and then while it was a covid scare yeah it was a covid scare so got tested um that whole process is also wild bro like they stick this thing deep down you know it's type shit like it's so peak but I just kept it calm bro I kept the calm. A lot of people are like, "Yo, it's so uncomfortable." Yeah, for the f- for the first while it is, but not really. Just take that shit, bro. It's just it's not something you have to do because they like stick this this earbud deep down your 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 nose to get your sample. Apparently, they also do a mouth one. Didn't do the mouth one. I was like, "Nah, I'm going to do the nasal one." So that's what I did. Uh test came out. Ah, negative. And the cool thing is my <laughs> My girl was like, "Yeah, bro, you not, bro, you did genuinely not positive like at all. Like get that shit out of your head." So, it was good to have that support system. Also, when I got injured, um having a support system was really really fire. Um yeah, man, just a whole lot of shit been happening, bro. 
just wild shit on on my end man but we there's steps being taken and there's improvement so i'm really happy with that like yeah getting um i also relapsed as well it was just yeah it's just it's just been a whole lot of shit going on i relapsed back into self-harm um a while a few a few of um, oh, it's gonna be a month now again uh, a month ago it's just yeah it's yeah i'm just grateful that i have my girlfriend and she was supportive of me in that whole situation and also having the support structure is really really important because doing this shit alone like i can't imagine doing this shit alone um of course you're at the, when it comes to um self-harming when you limit yourself in mental illness and shit like that obviously you're on your own for sure but it's good to have people around you who can support you and you have that support structure and you should be grateful for it and you should take it as in stride as much as they come complicating things in that support structure sometimes where shit is weird as fuck you should call it out that's what i'm learning too <laughs> yeah but you should also be accountable for shit as well and yeah just certain shit so yeah i ended up relapsing and self-harm having self-harm since i was in like high school which is like 2013 that was like the first time i did it this was around this was the second time and it just yeah i I was just going through a lot of emotional shit um self-caused as well and contributions as well from outside and internal so it was external and internal things circumstances oh i ended up relapsing and yeah it was just yeah i was very disappointed with myself but then i had i was reminded that yo this doesn't take away anything this doesn't take away the journey that i've come to none of it and hearing words like that that from your significant other and your support system it's just so encouraging like especially with someone who hasn't dealt with things like that who hasn't dealt with someone who has um uh what's the word medically diagnosed mental illness medically things of that nature who just has a medical record with things like that so and dealing with self-harm as well like someone who who who, who you with um is someone who's a who self-harmed before and has been on that journey type shit you know so it was really really good and it's really really commendable i think that's also something that i realized like you need to appreciate the fact that this person is trying the fact that this person is actually trying to understand you see they're not gonna get it right off top just off the bat like they've never dealt with it and i think my perception of certain shit it it's flawed it's really really flawed and i'm trying to grow out of that you know so yeah man it's just a whole lot of shit like (laughs) yeah it's just it's just so 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 peak man I'm not gonna lie the 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 mental strain that i got from the whole boot situation also really fucked with me because i felt like i was useless i felt like yo i can't do shit for myself like getting in the shower was such a mission bro yo 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 my nigga the first few weeks i was like what i was like nah this is like horrid like i had to sit my ass on the bed couldn't really walk freely couldn't do little things like i like pensing around I think that also has to do with my ADHD, but I like pensing around and just being able to freely walk and just freely do shit with my foot or my body or my legs and shit. Couldn't do none of that. Just had to lay down and take the shit. So mentally it became another strain as well. 
to me so i was like fuck man i'm really really off this whole shit and yeah it was just it was really just peak man it it really makes you appreciate the little things like the ability to walk bruh like just it it's also made me like appreciate that like take that into consideration and also it also allowed me to like think even further like yo dude now imagine not having like a foot like your leg is gone you're an amputee or it's just yeah it's just small little things that we take for granted and yeah man my mental space also wasn't the greatest because i felt like yo dude i can't walk properly i'm like all this other shit and then being and then having a support structure again to remind you that hey man you're not you're gonna be fine everything will be fine eventually you'll walk again it's not like you can't walk and just being told that it's gonna be okay it's fine that you're feeling this way it's just beautiful and very important for the soul you know so i'm grateful that i have that support structure that i do shout out to my girl man real shit um yeah it's so yeah it's so weird being back i'm i'm still gonna get used to this shit but we've been talking for some time and yeah man it's just been an interesting journey man i'm i miss talking though i'm not gonna lie i missed doing this i'm not gonna lie it's been a while and i really really missed it um getting back into the little things again um little hobbies little things like that little yeah we 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 trying to 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 maintain man we trying to maintain out here bro but um anyone i feel like before i just carry on i feel like anyone who's struggling just yeah don't give up man just don't give up bro like don't give up just don't give up um so the court case that i mentioned to you guys a few week a few months ago <laughs> i wanted to say a few weeks ago <laughs> it's been months um so yeah we 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 went to court i went to court for the first time um the court case and uh yeah it was it was a really interesting experience it was really really something new the entire process was something that i never experienced before um going through the dynamics of things going with dealing with the police going here going there waiting for the police uh, it's just an entire whole long process so at the just of it at the just of it we, the court case was on the 11th went um cool judge a really really cool judge like i was really surprised like at the judge because it's not something because you you see the shit on movies you see the shit in series you see it until you're there and you have to experience it it's just something totally completely different so you have this perception of how a judge is you have this perception of um weird and weirdness and just there's no justice type shit so the judge that i had was very very cool like i was very shook because at first when i first link met her when we first got called and then told when our hearing would be it was just a thing of yo okay she's pretty like she's stern and shit but yeah so i'm going to the 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 court case and i had simple demands bruh i wanted this person to go and do um time that's how i wanted that's initially what i wanted because i thought one two three but the case that we were in this it doesn't work like that and also taking into consideration what i was told that first time offense so it's okay if it's a first time offense yeah it's okay if it's a first time offense you can't really be given the full like like the full punishment you can't really be given the full punishment you know what i'm saying so 
they felt the the, the 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 court felt like it would be unfair for my neighbor to get the full punishment of the interdict and just the order being placed on this person so i was given the option i was first approached from her lawyers and they were like yo how can we with how can we let you withdraw this case um i i mentioned simple things i mentioned yo an apology letter paying for therapy and the possibility of her having a stain on the record obviously that the stain on the record didn't work so it wasn't the thing that was going to happen the, the lawyer herself said that to me which is also another thing you would assume that yo the opposition lawyer won't be open with you but this lawyer actually gave me advice this lawyer actually said yo how everything was going to pan out if i don't withdraw and it literally went that way because yeah it was just it was just interesting it was just an enlightening experience and just overall yeah you learn a lot as well well it's through how all this shit works like the lawyers are telling me yeah so if you go through if you don't withdraw this is going to happen because this is an interdict this isn't a criminal thing where they're going to say yeah she needs to get time and yeah she needs to pay for your therapy sessions or yeah she needs to do this it's just the focus of your guys complaint and an an interdict and an order of her so that she doesn't do it again type thing so she's going to get like a warning type shit which i found very interesting as well but i was like i felt like okay they they said that they would let an apology to me on the stand on record she'd apologize for her racist remarks then she'd apologize to the whole complex as well and as well she would pay for one therapy session so i was like that's perfect but i also thought about the whole process like i even prayed about it so to my moms and my girl who were there for me as well support system always appreciative of honestly like yeah like it's just yeah honored and grateful um so i was just delegating i was like they were like yeah whatever you choose to do we stand by you so i was like okay perfect it's a lot of pressure so i was like yo let me pray about it so i prayed about it um yeah prayed about it thought about it and i was like you know why bruh i've come this far i've done this whole entire process for the last couple of months yeah because this should happen like in may i think yeah like may sometime in may i think or it could have even been before May. i think it was june i'm not sure i think it was before may yeah it was actually may um so i was like you know what bruh i've come this far i went through this entire process of dealing with the police dealing with all this other shit why and i i reached to a point where even all this shit was getting so emotionally draining for me that i even ended up relapsing let me just see this shit through and not withdraw and see what happens in the court so that's what i told the lawyer. i was like you know what i'm gonna just see it through on shit um but yeah saw it through literally everything that the lawyer said happened and the judge was really cool and sympathetic as well to to me she was like she could see like that this person hasn't been in the courtroom before this person has no knowledge on how things work or just this person is just yeah this person just wants justice type shit you know because that's literally all i wanted i just wanted this person i just wanted justice man so she broke down to me and she was like yo she even let me take another break mid in the conversation because she was like 
okay so i need you to understand that when i rule a ruling over here i'm not gonna take your side or her side and i'm also gonna rule just it's a it's a straight thing here it's simple a flat line thing and it might not go the way that you want and it might not go the way that she wanted so whatever i decide that's that like her her opting to apologize to you her opting to send letters out to the complex her even paying for your therapy session i don't i'm not gonna rule any of that shit i'm just ruling in the case of should this person get a order an interdict order granted that's where that's what it's about that's that's it you know what i'm saying so she was like think about it think about the offer that you've just been given um i think that and she was saying that she thinks the offer is what what it's a very sympathetic and she's also said it's very interesting to hear someone it's in her all her time as serving in the court she said she's never heard anyone wanting to apologize for racial remarks you know what i'm saying so yeah she was just like take the time that you need and if no one no no influence nothing whatever you want to do you do it but just take a 10 to 15 minute break we're going to take a break and then you come back and you tell us the decision and then we work from there so in the end i was like oh bruh at the end of the day it's a i don't really have a, a a thing so i'm basically opted to do one thing basically because i'm not gonna get the justice i think i i deserve i think i deserve or just the justice in general but also the concept of that as well it's also tricky you get me the concept of it um there's two uh cases that we we try to focus on the criminal injury and the interdict so this was focused on the interdict criminal injury case i need to figure out i need to still go and hear about that because apparently it was just thrown out and then my foot happened and this covid thing scare happened so a lot of shit happened for where where i couldn't go and see what why and hear why this case was thrown out because the prosecutor apparently threw out the case of the criminal injury and that's something i'm gonna f- go and find out now that i'm able to walk and shit and yeah um so i was like okay so basically i'm giving what i'm giving but i should look at it as a as a as a win that was uh, something that i also realized because this person's apologizing on stand in on record and still apologizing to the complex that she's been in and then also paying for a therapy session one therapy session because i went to like oh that wasn't a thing so yeah and the funny crazy shit is i, I remember telling y'all that this lady wanted me to pay the court fees for her her court fees her lawyer said to me she said that's not happening at all because what at the end of the day you made this per- you violated this person's rights and stuff and you call this person this word so that we're not standing for like I'm, i told her and in the court as well the lawyer did the same thing and said yeah uh, we're not we're not we we're not trying to have this person pay legal fees and stuff so i didn't have to pay legal fees because i represented myself i didn't have a lawyer none of that shit so thankfully that wasn't too much money spent but there was money spent on having to go to all these places having to deal with all the shit you know what i'm saying it's just yeah it was it was really an enlightening experience and yeah man yeah very very interesting very very interesting court how court works and shit and just yeah but um yeah man that's that's what it that's what it is with the update on the court case so it's it's finished now 
just gonna hear about the criminal injury thing just so that i can sleep better and understand why it was thrown out because that's all i'm trying to figure out just why you know as opposed to having regrets and being like oh i wonder what happened if i did one two three i wonder what would happen if i did one two three you know that's another thing that was going through my head when i was like with with the whole withdrawal thing and just continuing i was like what if the outcome wasn't gonna be what this lawyer is telling me you know so i was also in that headspace of let me just go through with it and see what i want you know as opposed to having regrets as opposed to having what ifs just the question lingering on your mind later you know but yeah um i recently also started watching uh supernatural got back into watching supernatural watched it all all 15 seasons man listen man listen man listen man 17 breath 17 breath onto something lighter by the way 17 breath yeah man like this this was definitely my like i can see why i really love this show like yeah growing up like this was like my go-to show bro like on the weekdays my nigga you're gonna catch me having noodles eight o'clock is that time sabc3 my granny's room noodles bread with noodles watching supernatural dog sam and dean on a weekday school night things yeah that was that was that was the vibe man that was really really the vibe and the show is really dope man the show i, I really appreciate the show because it's like a family dynamic show at the same time while still individualistic too and dealing with things that i used to find interesting like i found shit like that interesting like the whole oh, satanic and all these things and uh, occult and it's just like witchcraft and spells and magic and shit like that is just interesting you know it's just really 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 interesting it's like uh your introduction to scooby-doo that's a, that was like our first introduction as well to a, like horror and things of that nature so yeah you can be infatuated by it like you're you're literally infused with it you're in tune with it it's just interesting and shit so yeah man um my favorite seasons though my favorite seasons was definitely number one season four obviously i think this was the best season in the show for me personally yeah not only because this was where um dean was brought back from the dead right like yeah which before which later got very corny like him being by being back from the dead all the time and it, it eventually got corny but this was like the first time we saw dean come back from the dead which later in the series became corny i felt you know but it also changed the entire dynamic of the show this this specific season when they brought the conception of what's the word um angels they brought the conception of angels heaven and all these yeah just the, like what you're not used to in supernatural from season one where you're used to um them fighting for years uh demons monsters you'll never you never even thought of the conception of your angels heaven you know what i'm saying like it was just so interesting and just a whole flip on the entire show and i thought that was really really dope and also that angels exist and they're not as good as you may think they are and yeah we was also we also saw 17 come to like hardest challenges internally and externally you know hot obstacles that blew them hard like super hard we saw sam get addicted to demon blood we saw sam lose his way 
um, with Ruby. We saw, we just saw a whole lot of shit, and we saw how that affected his relationship with Dean, how Dean viewed him. You know what I'm saying? And um, also the rising of Lucifer at the end of the day. So I thought this that was like the best um, season of the series, uh, season two as well. That's like my second one. I, I felt like this was like peak supernatural like the premise of the show this was like super peak peak supernatural you know it, it never went overboard it wasn't overboard it was it was dramatic and it being about sam and dean finding their father john and just taking care of the family business and becoming a family unit you know the idea of wanting to reunite the family because uh dean went and got sam from her college and shit and then his his girlfriend ended up dying and just a whole reunion it was just a reunion type thing and i liked i really liked that and then the whole perception of we need to find out dad like the mentor the main like their master type thing you know who taught them everything they know and shit and also um adago uh the whole urban legend western legends being solved you know what i'm saying nothing over the top where it's like it's crazy it's the craziest things like they're fighting leviathans and, and all the, you know what i'm saying like in the rest of like in the later stages of this the series like i thought it was really really dope and it also allowed us to focus on sam and his future um which we've we we got to see later on what happens um him having powers and finding people who also have powers and what the demon had in store for him just it was really just a good season and they took certain tales didn't overdo it and twist it but they kept it authentic at the same time so i felt like this was really like peak supernatural at their best you know um i also liked season five this season was supposed to be the finale of this of the entire series as well as you could pick up where we showed that sam and dean are actually vessels for lucifer and michael you know what i'm saying and them being at the forefront of the and then and then and them being at the forefront of it you know what i'm saying like this was a build up to the ending the finale of it like you could even see in the writing and the writer himself vied after the season and then it was just you know so it was just dope and even them finding out they had a brother that's another thing like to close the chapter like a secret that their father had that they never that was never shared to them they discovered okay the father knew certain shits like he was very secretive like on this journey from season two upwards you find out that okay this father was really secretive this father really had secrets there you come to find out Joe, the biggest secret of them all you have a brother you know what i'm saying so i thought that season i thought season um five was really really dope because it, it built up this thing of okay their destinies are to be vessels for these uh archangels you get what i'm saying so fire stupid fire and then also season 13 is also up there i saw it as a course correction um compared to like season 12 like there was a real threat to earth uh with the archangel michael now being at the forefront as opposed to like season five where he was there but he wasn't really at the forefront of everything you know what i'm saying like he wasn't the actual villain we never saw his villainous completely we just saw that okay he's trying to get a vessel and he's trying to take over one two three and uh, dean getting the mark of cain things of that nature you know what i'm saying and the blade 
it, we never really saw much of who can who Michael was. In this season, we got to see that. We got to see, hey, this Michael man is actually a madman. You know, these angels are actually mental type shit, you know. Um, I also liked season 11. I thought it was it was cool, but it got stale at the end of it. It was like, okay, it's a bit too much. Like, at first, I thought the whole idea of darkness being a villain um, might be played out. And then the whole conception of finding out that, eh, darkness is God's sister. Like light darkness, you know what I'm saying. So I thought that was a, I thought that was really interesting. But then eventually also, it got, it got, it got. Uh, okay, okay. Now I get it. I get it. And it got annoying at some point. I was like, alright, cool. It's it's like the lowest ranked for me, not completely lowest, but like not not making it in my in my uh, like the best, like the category of the best, like the top three. Nah, but it's it's good. It's 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 dope. It's dope. I overall thought Supernatural is still one of the best shows that I've seen. Um, the ending, the finale of Supernatural, though. Um, apparently they wanted to change it, but because of COVID, a lot of things didn't happen. Like the reunion of Sam and Dean in heaven with all the people that were there—the father, the mother. You know what I'm saying? Just everybody that's there. Joe, um, all those people. And that didn't happen because of COVID restrictions and things of that nature. But yeah, man, it was it was an interesting chapter closing. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a nice way to close the chapter, you know. But um, yeah, man, supernatural, man, supernatural is one of those shows, man. Still got a thing for still got a thing for Sam, bro. I just resonated with Sam a lot, bro. Like him feeling the way that he did him going through the shit that he went through just the internal battle that sam was dealing with i appreciated that and i could relate you know um i also thought sam in the early uh what's the word in the early uh in the early bits of the seasons i thought he was the most attractive out of the two eventually that changed obviously because if you look at it now you're like okay dean is actually the most attractive out of the two of the dudes you know what i'm saying so yeah i always was like okay sam is that nigga i like sam sam is he's got the powers thing going he's dealing with his own shit very emotional very relatable shit you know what i'm saying just he's got a thing with darkness and yeah i always looked at dean like this nigga <laughs> like dean is a fool like dean is hilarious and shit and he's like a clown and he's like into gang women and shit and also it was also beautiful to see him find himself as well and trying to be a family man and it was just yeah it was i like that whole idea of them both trying to eventually move on but realizing that they can't move on because yeah they just can't give it up and the world needs them type shit so yeah it's, it's really dope i also started boardwalk empire as well um yeah i was like hey man let me revisit all these shows because i remember i was mentioning to you guys that i started watching las vegas as well going getting back into that so i was like oh man let me get back into these shows that i grew up with and see wagwan you know also i'm open to new shows i want to see sons of anarchy i want to see walking dead just shows that i missed out on lost that i never really got into you know what i'm saying i might even rewatch prison break i don't know because i've already did that a while ago but yeah um boardwalk empire started <sighs> yeah man boardwalk empire was like a good ass show so i was like hey man let me just get back into it but but yeah um trip down memory lane bruh i've been talking for time bruh this this, <laughs> this episode's gonna be one of those long ones <laughs> yeah those long ones you know what i'm saying um 
Uh, my uh, trip down memory lane is the first time I got into selling the drugs, man. Get into into the drug business. I wasn't really into like um selling really like that, but yeah. So I I everyone knew like okay, this nigga takes medication and this nigga has ADHD. So yeah, I was on the tip of when I got to high school. I was like, hey man. This ADHD medication isn't a thing for me that I'm gonna OD on. Like learning to realize that hey, misdiagnosis is also a thing, and also when I need something, I don't want to be codependent on something because I feel like for me, codependency has always been a thing I'm afraid of. Because with me, I'm excessive. There's no stopping me. There's no um. There is stopping me because I'll tell myself to stop. But I mean, like, there's no point of like it's too much there's never a, a point where it's too much it's always going to be excessive it's always going to be over the top it's always going to be overdone if they say take one tablet like they said i would end up taking two you know what i'm saying just shit like that like just od overdose and just do too much that's always been a thing of mine um but yeah so i got to a point when i got old i was like you know what medication i'm not gonna take all the time i only take it when i need it so like studying exams definitely um yeah so eventually people were like okay like my best friend as well at the time one of my best friends because i had two yeah um he was like okay let's let me try this thing and and also other people were like yeah let's try this thing so i was selling this um uh, adhd medication uh 80 bucks a pop so 80 bucks for like one because it's pretty expensive i was like hey dude this is actually fucking expensive so let me see if i do end up people wanting it and this was during exam period because people don't need it like usually you don't really need it usually you know so they were like okay let's 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 holler at blake in your gun so i said 80 bucks a pop nigga and people were buying i was like okay there's some basically the legal drug distributing this motherfucker <laughs> you know but yeah the funny story as well tied to this was the one time my homie um my best friend at the time was like yeah dog it's fine dog i'll take it because i was like bro you sure you're gonna take this medication because the side effects are wild one firstly that's always something that's very important you die like your uh you lose weight when you first get on this medication you lose appetite and yeah it's just weird side effects you know so i was like hey bro are you sure you're trying to get on this thing and it's like yeah dog it's cool bruv so i was like okay my nigga but listen to me and listen clearly me i take two okay because i'm now have become immune and used to this system of how this thing works and my body becoming used to this so then i need two so that i can focus focus like proper focus i'm telling this homie i'm like bruh just take one bruv you know and you'll be set you'll be trust me you'll be fine one take one i was like all right, all right dog whatever you say bruh this nigga <laughs> the following days this nigga is not at school bruh like this is homie i gave this nigga stuff this nigga's not at school like for days like three or four days and they like they always asking me like everyone because they know like okay you guys are you guys are tight like super tight they're like where's Taimani? where's where's raja where's raja i'm like i don't know i haven't spoken to him in for, for time and they're like okay just take some of his stuff so like oh wait of course i'll do that you know that uh god god, god caught him up on the stuff eventually spoke to him <laughs> the said he went to the doctor doc and he was like fucked for a while like he was like his body was just not like and i asked him i was like dog 
what exactly did you do like break down to me what you did and he's like dog i took both of them dog and i was like ah this nigga are you dumb dog i was like dude no you're not supposed to like like nigga you're not used to this shit and then you still want to take two of it nigga you're gonna end up killing yourself type shit and this nigga was like <laughs> like nigga like i'm never doing this shit again bro like i felt like i was dying bro was, and he went to like the doctor and the doctor was like saying why did you take it what did you do and his mom was right dude it was just the whole shebang type thing but yeah i was saying that shit for like 70 bucks a pop i was like uh, to my friend i was like nah i'm not gonna give let him like buy let him buy for me you know you know that type of thinking but yeah man 70 80 bucks a pop bruh that's the type of time i was on i wasn't into the whole weed thing because i was scared bruh i was like if i want to get into it i'd like to get into it but i was also like the concept because i see i used to see gang shit at school like people are hooked on cat people are hooked on all this other shit it was like the concept of getting into that it's dope but me i'm afraid to get caught type shit I'm not gonna go to jail, but you know what they're gonna do to a nigga green eyes in jail, dog and stuff here, bruv. Bruv, I'm kidding myself as soon as they arrest me, bruv. In the, nigga in the van, bro, because I already know what's going with me dead at jail, dog. Green eyed hair boy, hey, my nigga, it's long still. So, yeah, it was always the thing of me, like, ah, uh-uh, that's never one thing. And to this day, also, it's something I never, dog. Eh, going to jail is not something I'm trying to do. Going to jail is not something I'm trying to experience. Not at all. Because I know what they will do to me, bruv. And now my hair is long, bruv. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, no. <laughs> no, no, fuck no. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's the, the, the story on uh, something from the past. I was just selling things. Nigga drives to the pop. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, I'm not going to be on this shit. So I might as well sell this shit and use it when I need to use it type shit. But yeah, man, just stupid shit that you used to do when you reflect that at you like, hey, man there's really no point in doing this shit because you're also putting people in jeopardy type shit like when i looked at it and i was like taimani like my homie was like sick i was like that also like eventually made me realize you know what you shouldn't actually be doing this anymore because hey bruh what if legal shit happens and then you're in shit type shit you know so it was always the thing of hey bruh that was like the warning sign like it is like a sign literally a sign saying yo stop and that's what I did. I stopped as, as soon as. But yeah, man. Wolves, bruh. A new coach. Bruno Lash. Hey, hey. Yeah, so so um I've been I've been I've been watching preseason games like crazy. Cause I've I've been trying to see where this new coach who's been appointed uh, to replace Nuno is that he's he's comes from Benfica. Um he's known as a uh, as an attacking coach, like his formation um 4432 uh very 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 um attacking it's very it's very attacking football and yeah so i was like hmm, this is gonna be interesting to see because for me my biggest concerns at the club always have been our defense bruv so i was like okay this attacking situation what does it mean then for our defense you get me i was like okay uh, then our defense might get the the uh, the bads of it, you know. They might get battered the defense. So yeah, man, I was I was I was very I was I wasn't I was, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't put too much pressure on the coach, like at all. I don't have too much pressure on this coach. He's a new coach, bro. Um, he's still trying to get the in ins and outs of how this team works, the dynamic. Um, the preseason games are dope. Um, we 
we won two games drew one game lost two games as well so it's there's hope it, it made me hopeful seeing um this this coach like it made me hopeful obviously i'm not gonna say he's a better coach than nuno now nah, what nuno has done is unprecedented for the wolves team you know what i'm saying but it's always good to see a new horizon and i felt like there's no reason for me to put too much pressure on this coach bro. like have high expectations even uh the games that we were facing at this the games that we're going to be facing at the start of premier league you know what i'm saying we are going against the big six off top bruv you know what i'm saying like off top so for me i even tweeted it at one point and i was so happy because the tweet ended up on like a wolves blog post where i said jesus um i don't have high expectations for this coach but he'll i'll still support him regardless i was just i was just confused and i was like damn off top we're facing like the big six jesus you know so that made it on the post of wolves i was like so hype i was like damn i didn't even know because i wasn't even aware i just searched for my name one time because i saw one of the followers that i have was like saying type in your name on google so that's what i went and did and then i found this thing and i was like wow that's so fucking dope you know so i was like damn this is actually so ill <laughs> and the comment that they even took of my tweet that they took so yeah so i never had high expectations or high hopes yeah first and foremost because i figured i'm not gonna base it off of a new coach he's going against the big six and then someone saying yeah bruno out or yeah we should have done this we should have did this no i have no expectations my emotions i'm cool with it whatever happens happens my girl even told me it's like you don't seem to be very what's the name with the are you still watching the football are you still because she knows how i get <laughs> she knows how i get with wolves dog <laughs> like nigga, i'll be sad dog i'll be like yo bro i'll be sad i'll be vexed i'll be i'll be happy but with this i told her, i was like hey man i don't have expectations of the guy because we're facing the big six and it's his first time in the premier league so having these expectations would be super duper wild and just wild for myself as well you know but yeah so i watched preseason games so happy to see Raul Jimenez back oh my days he was playing for like 10 minutes and he started playing for 30 minutes then he started playing for the whole 60 minutes and he started playing 90 minutes brav beautiful and just him you can see that he's back like you can see that he's there because me i was worried bro i was like nah this dude he's got a skull fracture he fractured his skull things look a little scary for me like just how he looks now and just you know but zero bro this man is still doing aerial duels fighting for the ball with his head this nigga is still moving to the wing and passing and being an assist like just being an all-round football player like good you know what i'm saying at the same time still being a striker he scored a goal um he actually scored two a penalty and a proper deflection goal um yeah so i'm very i'm very i'm very hopeful um we also got new signings i saw this colombian kid mascara yes and mascara he's so fire he's so so fire like just the passes that he does just his his hunger for for getting the ball is just so beautiful like you can see that he's unpolished still raw still super raw but you can see the potentials there like he's like he'll run and he's super quick his sprint speed is insane he'll literally jot back if he loses the ball and he'll fight for that tackle like if he loses the ball he's still gonna go and get that ball like i like that i like that in the defender i don't like defenders that just or center backs more so because he's a center back that just 
ah dude allow the ball if the if they lose the ball they let it go type shit they don't fight for it they don't really like put their all into it i like i like how he is i like how he's passing his his long range passes are just so insane bro Oh yo yo, he's like nigga. That nigga, yo, dude, his vision is just yeah, it's just some other shit. I I, I fuck with it. And the kid's got mad potential. He got injured because I felt like we were doing too many games before the season started, and he ended up injured along with Bali. I thought that was a big mistake from Bruno. I would have expected a, a lot better. Um, being tied to wanting to take so many games before the actual season started and games on top of each other, because. He got injured in the game that was the following day, so I was like, "Huh, not very smart." But I'm not gonna hold it against mistakes happen first time. And yeah, we're playing Leicester. Listen, bruh, I'd like a draw. Honestly, I feel like we can have a draw. There's potential for a draw. The team is good. Bruno Large has he has a mission. He's made Morgan gives White into some amazing midfielder. He's 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 he believes in the youngsters. He believes in the youngsters honestly so i feel like we can we can um we can draw this game bro I, I definitely feel like we can draw this game jamie vardy is someone who's scary so i feel like we need to watch out for him and just our defense at this point i feel like yeah our defense need to be at a proper stage but like i said two of our main sources of defense are like out but we have max kilman um and cody who i don't really rate that highly like wolves fans do or english fans in general like just don't see it but yeah man i feel like we can draw that's what i would like uh realistically i don't have any things in whatever happens i feel like there's gonna be improvement there's gonna be bruno large is gonna show what he's done like what he can do with this team and you know just just that man just that but the main news my nigga the main news messy dog messy 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 it's a messy situation bruv it's super messy you get me what's happening there barcelona it's messy still super messy <laughs> super messy but yeah man um i never thought i'd see the actual day where messi is no longer associated with barcelona it's truly an end of an era bro like that's that was like the first thing that i was like raw i was like damn this is actually really happening bro they can't seem to come to an agreement even after this man has taken a cut bro like this nigga said, I'll take 50% off of my cut, my income that I get, dog. And I'll play. But it, it, it could, they couldn't afford him, bruh. They couldn't afford him. The shit that, that, the shit that Barcelona have dug themselves into, bruh. My nigga, listen, bruh. <laughs> it's peak, bruh. I just saw, I just saw, I just saw a post that said, these niggas um, are like a billion in debt, bruh. A billion euros in debt. Do you know how insane that is, bruh? Like just the fun, the financial crisis that's happening at Barcelona is just some other shit. And I think, just in general, also in sports, I feel like players like the price of players are just insane, bruh. And I feel like Neymar has contributed to that because Neymar was like the first star who left Barcelona for such a, a huge amount. Like that amount was just ridiculous, bruh. I felt like that's where the start of this whole shit about paying a hundred million for a player pounds for a player 120 million like bruh like just these outrageous demands for a football player yes football players are essential and the price of them are gonna go up but i feel like yo bruh like a hundred million bruh that's kind of crazy still you know but yeah man um 20 years 20 plus years at barcelona and 
yeah, it, he's just he just vibe. He's just he's just vibe. It's just wild. Like I never I never thought I'd see that day, bro. You know, like football. Like imagine Barcelona without Messi. Like just yeah, sad, very sad. I was like, yo, dude. I was like, nah, this is something I never thought I'd ever experience. You know, like first um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo left um, La Liga. Now Messi's leaving. Like what's left at La Liga, bro? Like, like imagine a Clasico without Ronaldo now and Messi. Like, bruh. Like, back it up type shit, you know? Like, what future is there? For, like, my nigga, it's okay. Yo, bruh, it's like so peak, bruh. Because Barcelona can't pay players right now. They can't register the players that they had. It's just insane. Like, like the shit that they did to themselves, bruh, it's just wild. It's just super wild, man. And I think that I think they had this conception that they're gonna have this man forever at the club. Like he's gonna be there forever, you know? Zero, bra. That's not a thing. I I genuinely never thought. Like it's wild, bro. That man, Messi's the greatest of all time, bro. Like what he's done for Barcelona, like that's some unprecedented shit. That is literally some un- unprecedented shit. Just this record, bro. Like what he's achieved it's just your brand listen dude that man is the greatest of all time there's a reason why we 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 call him the greatest of all time there is a reason bro there is a fucking reason why he, we we call him the greatest of all time 778 games 672 goals 305 assists 10 times la liga winner seven times copa del rey winner Eight times Supercopa de España win. Four times Champions League win. Three times UEFA Super League Super Cup win. Three times Club World Cup. Nigga. This with some respect on Lionel Messi's name, bruh. Napulco Latomico. Nigga. Put some respect on that man's name, bruh. Like he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time, bruh. Like this, 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 I'm so, I'm sorry, bruh. That man's the greatest of all time, bruh. And just the thought of him, what he's done for Barcelona, and him leaving with that, like, bruh, it's just insane, dude. Like, insane. And his, 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 um, he left uh, La Liga with first 39 goals and assists, 30 goals scored, 196 shots. 77 chances created big chances created 22 through balls 20 penalty area entries 327 take-ons completed 159 fouls 199 touches in the opposition box 243 <coughs> just insane stats for 2021 in la liga man like unprecedented they will they'll never be another era like this again and the sad part is we've been talking about it like we've been saying it the end of the Messi and Ronaldo era is coming about like we 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 mentioned it. I remember when I was on only football matters podcast shout out to Kamo the homie I was a June and we were t- we were talking and I was like yo bro we, fi- we 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 slowly getting into the era of Messi and Ronaldo no longer being a thing you know we slowly exiting that area bro that 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 era like yeah it's 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 becoming a thing now like it's becoming visible 
you know when when they went when they not got knocked out of the uefa and mbappe and halan was the main i was like bruh we really now in a time where messi and ronaldo are like they're becoming the past bruh like it's it's scary to look at and it's but also it's it's a time thing man it's a time for greats you know when you look at it in hindsight it's, it's a time for greats and i feel like the time is passing you know um messi you and like i told like i said only place he can go to psg bruv psg psg signing for like i think 50 50 yeah i think they signed him for 50 psg he's wearing the number uh 30 shout out to neymar neymar offered him the number 10 jersey but he declined that um we assumed he was gonna wear the number 19 then like his original number at Barca when he when he just started out but he said nah i'll take i'll take the number 30 jersey Yazimi. yeah man what psg is doing right it's wild i i think potch like imagine you go from um Deli ali uh coaching Deli ali coaching um harry kane uh coaching Dombele to now coaching the greatest footballer of all time that that that's a that's a that's a trajectory my nigga for for potch honestly that's like a trajectory for potch like i never thought i'd see that way potch is coaching messy dog like what and the funny thing is I, I felt like he would do be, be fired at barcelona i remember having a conversation with the football homies and we were like where would Pudge go i was saying barca would make sense for him you know type shit and yeah so it's just dude it's yeah it's football is beautiful and it's wild at the same time like out of nowhere shit will happen like out of nowhere like look a hundred million for fucking jack Grealish, bro manchester city talk what's going on my nigga Bruh, bruh, 120 million for Lukaku, Chelsea, bruh, bruh, are you listening, bruh, listen, bruh, these guys are amazing players, but not for these price tags, like, bruh, no, 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 bruh, 100 million for Jack Grealish, my nigga, bruh, are you smoking, bruh, like, nigga, bruh, that guy's not worth anything for me, more than 70, bruh, like, prop, nah, dog, nah, 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 Bruh, no, no, no. Dude is just in Kane. 65 to 70. Like, that's it. Like, nah. 100 million, dog. Bruh, these are like skyrocketing numbers, records being broken out here, dude. For potential at that time, my nigga. Yo, dude. After one season, guys. One season. You're getting paid. You're worth 100 mil. One season. Really? Really? One season? Really? Yo, dude, it's just a hey, bruh. It's just wild, like the conception of football and where football is in terms of financial shit. Like, it's just insane, bruh. Like, greatest sport in the world, man. Great, <laughs> greatest sport in the world, bruh. Honestly, man. Um, what's happening also at Inter Milan is just also very raining, bruh. Like, yo, ah, it's very raining there, bruh. Apparently, they're in liquidation. Like, yo, dude, these big clubs that have heritage and, and legacy being ruined like this insane bro. literally insane dude but yeah man uh covid 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 the rollout is out um yeah the rollout has been out like they've been formulating who can get the shot who can do this who can do the one two three things bruv listen bruv i feel like this dope but what about the kids bruv like yo 
These people are saying fuck the kids. <laughs> like literally, the kids are like the last, bruh. It's it's wild. It's like a, like the pyramid, like on top. Like who gets, dude? It's just it's just insane. They're like fuck the kids, bruh. Like legit. Like it's scary, man. It's like dude. Uh, it's wild, bruh. It's really really wild. Uh, my mom actually went to go get the Pfizer shot. Um, we had a conversation. I was just like, yo, dude. I feel like know what you're getting into before getting into the sh- get- getting the shot like just make sure that this is what you want to do just make sure you- you're aware of what's going things of that nature i'm definitely for people if they want to take the shot by all means go do it go ahead you know what i'm saying yeah i just want people to be understanding that even after you've taken the shot like remember the vaccine doesn't make you immune to catching covid like at all like even after having the shot, you're not immune to COVID. You can still catch COVID. That's why they're still saying sanitize. That's why they're still saying keep your mask up, keep your distance. The only thing is, when you catch COVID, it's not going to be as severe as someone who didn't get the shot. You get me? So that's what I'm at from it. And also the side effects, because when the Johnson and Johnson thing came through the side and it went back like two, three times, I was like, eh like we're not sure about the effects and people are into it the blood clots and all these effects that people are going through like there's also been effects with the Pfizer but not dramatic effects you know so I'm like hey man just make sure you know what you're getting into and do it then you know at the end of the day it's your decision to do what you want to do um I'd also like my granny to get it honestly not gonna lie just for safety vibes but hey you know stubbornness Brian influenced by other people like it's yeah but anyway um i think stay safe guys because the covid cases are not going down we're in the third wave bro like we're in the third wave bro stay safe sanitize just stay the fuck away even me like i had to with the whole covid scare that i got um from my neighbor i was like eh, i have to miss also backtrack because at one point i started hugging people again like you know what i'm saying like it just flipped on me i was like hugging people again i was i, I hugged my neighbor and that's the way you know what i'm saying and then she came out and said yeah i got I tested positive so it's like oh shit you know so hugging as well like and me as someone who's sanitized i sanitize when i go in i sanitize when i leave i sanitize when i hit the car into the car nigga i'm ODing. i sanitize as soon as i get home and what i dude i'm like super like paranoid with shit and i don't like people near me anyway so keep my distance mask up always so me falling off as well it's just a thing of yo guys don't forget like don't be in the business of thinking shit sweet out here uh still remain vigilant still remember that the pandemic isn't over just because you're over it. i think that's where a point i got to as well so i feel like just stay safe bro sanitize keep your mask on bro above your nose dude and just stay away from motherfuckers bro <laughs> stay away bruh stay, <laughs> stay the fuck away from people bruh yeah it's still out here but the shit's gonna be here for a while you get me but um yeah i also found it interesting that um the minister um on education was wanting schools to reduce the social distance between pupils from one meter to a half a meter so that many students can come back to school to catch up for lost time i think that's fucked up i think you see this is where my point of 
the kids aren't even being called for the rollout for the COVID vaccine right now. Like right now, it's my age group and adults that can go. Kids, nah, not yet. So I feel like saying shit like this and wanting this done in the school education is going to be a problem because mm-mm, very raining day. Like that doesn't make any sense. Why? you should reduce the social distancing like why that doesn't make any sense what does that have to do with shit like mm-mm. very very rating there and it's and saying shit like that publicly it's like what cyril said with regards to the crisis like during his his speech he actually went and said yo there's a water crisis there's gonna be a food crisis like when you hear shit like that obviously the populace is gonna lose their fucking minds that's why shit went down the way that it was going down because i feel like he obviously was going down the way it was going down for whatever it was going down for but he added fuel to that by saying yo there's a crisis like you're gonna have people overbuy bro like they did the first time when this shit happened they overboard shit they overboard toiletries they overboard food and all this other shit so i feel like saying stupid shit like that on a public platform and someone that's you're older you would think that you would know your responsibility and saying that like that's so dumb to say and just so off top and wrong so yeah it's just it's just really 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 wild man <laughs> it's just fucking wild but yeah um the zuma the trial has been postponed because he's ill listen man if we go back in time bro we see that the mafia niggas they used to <laughs> There was, a, there was a pull that card of the ill and what shit and all this other all this other shit you know what i'm saying like the ill and then they had to pull up with like these masks of like gas uh for for the supply bruh bruh listen bruh you can't run away bruv you have to face the music you know it's, the, it's that type of thing you got you gotta face what you did you know take responsibility um yeah you made that bed laying it you know it's hard but you gotta do it man you gotta do it you know but yeah man um dipset versus deluxe Joe! my nigga that was a versus that was now a versus bruh listen bruh me i came into this shit thinking we're gonna chow we're gonna eat nice dipset cam jim jones joel santana versus deluxe chic luch Styles P, Jada Kiss, my nigga, I, nigga, this, this is hip hop, this is hip hop legacy, my nigga, this is, this is legacies, man, this is anthems, this is culture, bruh, yeah, I thought we were gonna chow, like, I was like, it's gonna be one of those, bruh, it's gonna be one of those battles, Kanti zero, bruh, this just goes to prove that, hey, man, I shouldn't un- underestimate Jada Kiss at all, bruh, I had Jada Kiss losing a fab in the verses, can't the the verses came this man bodied that man bruh yo 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 and that man was smiling drinking douce and smiling you guys think bruh this is bruh yo bruh this verses now let me tell you something bruh that's why eating healthy is key dog these niggas is busy drinking smoothies they at the juice bars and the shits they nigga they outperformed they literally showed you what performance is they literally showed you what skill is these niggas did a versus without their music playing like their their their, their verses there was no verses playing it was just a, it was acapella type things you get what i'm saying it was just instrumental and then rapping over it that's how you perform that's something that i also learned um later on in life when um i had i rapped as well 
because i used to think okay you put your music on and you rap over your music Mm-mm, you don't do that you must know your music play the beat let the dj play the beat then you rap over it that's how you do it yeah you learn this shit later on so they did that they showed the difference between performers and what the current shit is going on and they're old heads bruh they like old heads now that battle was like top five for me like out of the verses that i've seen definitely top five jada kiss is an mvp dog jada kiss was literally the best rapper at that time like during this entire time he's the best rapper like right now he's the best rapper because just off of that alone like there's moments when you're the best there's literally moments for that there's moments where you're like the greatest of all time like for example if i think about that i think about um chitty bang this this rapper in the chitty bang group he freestyled for like i think maybe two days or three days non-stop uh broke a world record he was the best rapper at that time now jada kiss comes and does this there's moments for when you're the best rapper i don't think it's based off of um catalog and shit like that i feel like it's when you're the best you're the best like he had his moment it's a moment that you have that you share you know it's like when Nas was the best there was a moment for that it's like when Hove was the best there was a moment for that you know that's that's how I feel you know but yeah man hey that verse is <laughs> yo that verse was so entertaining but I always go back to it I think I watched it like three times or some shit yeah that verse is really 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 entertaining it's it's an absolute classic bro those niggas those niggas made the dipset look like fools bruh i was so vexed i was like damn bruh i was like shit this is too old like jadakus is just like the man bruh this nigga, and he was so sportsman like i think i like that as well like i like that a lot when it's a versus right but jadakus is rapping along when dipset are rapping like it's their time to perform their song he's rapping along with it and shit like that very sportsman like bruh Bruh, the whole thing was so hilarious, bruh. Niggas would throw, niggas threw Joel's bandana down. Niggas are saying, y'all niggas pussy. All this other shit. Just entertainment and, and amazing. New York. Then nigga said, Yo. <laughs> the nigga Jadakiss said, I'm a, I don't live in Florida. I don't live in Miami. I don't live in Colorado. I'm from New York. I'm on the block. I'm outside. It's Kiss. <laughs> you know? And then the song came on and I was like, I was like, yo, I lost my mind, bruh. I'm from New York. A hundred niggas, a hundred clips. Nigga, I'm from New York. Yo! I lost my mind. I was like, yo, yo. I was like, yo, dude. And let me tell you something. That's Covid. That's Covid in that John, bruh. People were like all there. Some people were masked up, but it was like gang people. Like in the US right now, people can like go to shows and shit. There was just gang Covid in them, motherfucker. <laughs> there was Covid in there, but hey, bruh, people didn't care. People were just enjoying themselves, bruh. Yeah, so I lost my mind when that, that joint comes came on. Ja Rule, Fat Joe, Jaded Kid, like, yo, 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 my nigga. And that's like, that was like an anthem at one point. You know what I'm saying? That was like an anthem. And then we gonna make it, came you, Alchemist. What? Yo, Alchemist did on that beat, dog. But that's universal, my nigga. It's universal, and that is why it had to be the intro song to this episode, bruh. Yo, I, I, I. But yeah man that versus was legendary the real winners won the locks they killed those folks i genuinely didn't think it was gonna be like a massacre like this but it ended up being a massacre i was so vexed it just goes to prove that the locks have been doing this and they know each other like their chemistry for years like they've toured for years there's never been 
conflict within the group. There's never been drama. There's never been, and we never saw that anyway. The drama that, if there was drama, which there probably was, but we never saw it. The public never saw it. There was never charades and gossip like with Dipset. Dipset, Cam and Jim were beefing. Jewels was beefing. Just a whole lot of unnecessary shit. And you could tell that, hey, these niggas just came together that night and was like, yeah, we're going to do songs. As opposed to the locks who performed together, tour all the world together. Just the chemistry, like they know each other properly. You know, it, that just goes to show as well, like the dynamic of two groups and just who, who is better, man. But yeah, um, I ended up listening to Pretty Ugly's project. Yeah, Pretty Ugly must listen to the podcast. Uh, he didn't like what I had to say a few episodes ago. A while ago, actually. Yeah, because I reviewed his project. I forgot what the... I think it was Goat. His Goat project. Yeah, that's Goat. It was Goat. I, I reviewed his Goat project. And he didn't like what I had to say. You know, he, he felt away. He, he felt away. So, um, just uh, with this, I hope, I hope you enjoy it, brother. If you're listening. I, I know you'll be listening. I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, man. I listened to the Soil album project. Firstly, I'd like to apologize to uh, Pretty Ugly. Off top for disrespecting him in terms of saying that he doesn't have substance outside of dropping a fire 16. That's firstly what I like to apologize for. Um, this album shut me the fuck up. Off top, the first track alone. That yeah, the first track alone. The first track alone. Soil. The first track alone. Really. Yeah. It made me it made me recant what I said. What I said to him on the previous podcast episode um yeah i apologize sincerely bruh like yeah he really you he, he really pretty ugly really took um the hate the critique and used it in a positive and dropped something of substance definitely of substance and that's beautiful to see honestly like the first three tracks the first three tracks i was like yo okay i like what i like what i'm hearing right now i like where you're taking me bruh i really do uh soil what's the other names of the the the, the joints i think it's can't it's some it's uh mm, let me out yes can't breathe let me out fire fire and also i enjoyed um reset as well whoa whoa also whoa also is really fire yeah no when he dropped those first few jacks like okay I, I like where this is going i like where this is going i was expecting a lot of substance off that you know what i'm saying because there were themes of economics there were themes of self-realization history and so much more but then eventually it went back to what pretty ugly does best rap his ass off that's no question like my critique was never that this nigga can't rap like pretty ugly can't rap no hell no i'd be dumb as hell and i'd be very unknowledgeable in hip-hop i know hip-hop bro i know what rapping is i know how good he is he's amazing like that's why i always said this nigga will drop a fire 16 but where's the songs where are songs that i can go back to where are those things that i can go back to and listen to he'll drop a fire verse away cool but where are the songs of substance he shut me up with the with the with the the, the first intro joints the first intro to this album he shut me up i was like okay I see, I see, I see. Let me out also. I was like, okay, there's substance here. I'm, I'm looking. I love where this is going. I want to hear more. Went down the album. 
He did. He did. He did everything. Right then, it got redundant again. The problem, the main problem, it eventually got tiresome and redundant. Rhymes, obviously, fire as usual. Um, yeah, I also found it very um corny. Uh, to see the diss track included in the album, yeah, I had I had a big problem with that as well, because Pretty Ugly has dropped numerous disses before rolling out the album. And I thought that was gonna be that was gonna be corny. I thought he'd end it there, like he dropped the freestyle uh, in April, going, uh, Shane, Eagle, Aries, Nati C. Like I, he went against them. You know what I'm saying? Now again, before dropping uh, your latest project, you diss Aries again, and it's like the single off of the album. You even do it. Uh, uh, you even do a music video for it, and it's on your album. <sighs> Hand handful of the ah uh, ah. Uh corny corny I, f- I found that corny just just give us you brother brother just give us you my nigga just give us you that's what we want we want you we want substance from you bro you can rap we know this this, this ain't this has never been a thing and it's weird that people think that this guy can't rap this nigga can rap bro pretty ugly can rap like nah that's never been some of us who appreciate hip-hop we know that this man can rap our only problem is the substance brother like we need a full album with substance substance man we know you can rap rapping is the easy part what can we go back to you get me that's what makes classics that's what makes shit real timeless shit you know what i'm saying i like rap beef speaking on that shit i like rap beef in hip-hop it's a competitive uh, uh, this is a competitive sport after all i just don't like when you're using it for promo for your album or work that for me it's corny that for me is corny like do it outside of you dropping an album like when you dropped the freestyle i thought it was gonna end there i thought maybe he dropped another freestyle in the day and then give us the album with you know what i'm saying not pu- including it in the album like mm-mm. i don't like that man i don't like that like show your skill like, exhibition in the exhibition arena and leave it there bro don't piggy bank off of bigger names than than for a reach and use it to get cloud for your album or buzz for album sales like for me that shit is corny and desperate marketing bro like off top like yeah um also yeah homie made comments about the podcast no there's no hatred to to hate towards that shout out to him you should actually come on the podcast yeah come on the podcast brother we can have a talk like a proper digestive talk where you just so i can get you your head to be at and just you know because you're dope like i fuck with it i fuck with like i know you can rap like you're ill like super super ill you know but um you, yeah he can really rap his ass off man but like i said um that doesn't take anything away from you as a rapper i just would like a conceptual album you know with substance that i can go back to songs that i can go back to i think about this whole royce thing which i'm going to talk on soon royce and lupe fiasco battle listen bruh royce we know can rap he's ass off he's proved it but when he dropped like book of ryan it was substance brother it was like just some grown shit it was just things you can go back to like songs like cocaine like bruh it's just that's that's what makes something classic that's what makes something timeless that what makes you an an artist properly like that makes you like a rapper like your relate relatability like can i relate to the shit that you're saying you know 
but yeah man um content wise i was impressed content wise but then you fell back into the just the rapping thing again you know what i'm saying um i really like the production as a whole a lot of jazzy boom bap with a local twist genuinely fucked with it heavy like i like the album definitely like the album um pretty ugly also reminded us that he can drop a, a party john or flex a little you know what i'm saying when he dropped that joint with uh blackie fire 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 also like the whoa whoa track very good appreciation you know what i'm saying um i gave the album a 3.5 out of 5 um i hope i'll be able to go back to it in the future revisit revisit it and see if it's aged well and then if i still feel this way you know what i'm saying but it's good honestly yeah my favorite track soil uh rap relay oh my nigga rap rap relay bruh and soil nigga started talking about the ends and the mad things man you know bruh bruh pretty ugly bruh nigga you can rap my nigga no question you can drop substance as well give me a full album brother of substance give me a full album give me a full album you know what i'm saying yeah man those are my two favorite tracks soil by pretty ugly is out on all digital streaming platforms go and support them and go cop that album support local pretty ugly come on the podcast bruh we can talk about everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah mad love bruh shout out get soil bruh dope 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 project dope project yeah man um royce and lupe oh my nigga let me tell you something bruh how all this shit started ego 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 is the death i swear ego is the death ego is really really a problem bruh like <laughs> it's really really a problem dude like these guys first and foremost these guys are talking about like who's the best rapper what, 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 um on instagram live for like weeks like they just dived into dope conversations that you never really hear from your favorite like lyricist artists lupe fiasco crooked eye mickey fax royce ransom just these people breaking down cassidy just breaking down how they layer this shit like the process of them writing and coming up with these syllables and things of that nature it's just very interesting if you're into the actual art of rapping and writing the shit and just the conception of it and all this stuff so they've had conversations like that for time on instagram watched it on youtube because i don't have instagram so just catching up hearing what the conversation is about and then um yeah very educational very cool um homie said roy said no one's better than him uh then they were like yeah let's rap and see then none of them rap by the way so it was a thing of okay y'all niggas are just talking at this point so yeah it was just the thing of man listen man royce and lupe i started fucking with them they started a podcast um i forgot the lupe and royce show yo dude i was so into that podcast for like time like the longest time because i didn't genuinely didn't think they would be able to mesh well the way that they did the chemistry wise just who 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 the public knows royce for who the public knows uh lupe for i just didn't know if it was gonna mesh well bruh was i blown away or not like i was blown away like i enjoyed the podcast i every friday i'd, I'd be in tuned with the lupin roy show that was like my favorite podcast at, at a point you know because i was so shook i was like damn these guys are actually dope and they took my real shit outside of just rap you know 
dope shit too just getting where their brain is i like i like hearing where you're the the people that you listen to and just who they are outside of rap and shit and yeah get a get a view of them so yeah that was dope i can't niggas took shit the wrong way man them got offended man them wanted people to rap people went to go rap people are getting offended people are talking about energies being off and there's this discontent that wasn't said before and all this other shit like it's rap brother it's a competitive sport shut the fuck up and rap dog don't take shit so offensively royce dropped the diss track um lambaba lambada i think that's the name of it uh for lupe lupe which for me the it wasn't really a diss track lupe didn't i mean royce didn't go at lupe like a proper diss you know it was just the light jabs there here and there he did call out for mickey though yeah that was yeah 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 but um it was light it wasn't it wasn't anything like serious it was just royce doing what royce does royce is outside of now this dissing people like fully fully dissing people but like making it just about the diss he also likes flexing his ability to flow wise skill level wise which is dope just cool it's it's dope it's it's growth you can see like it's just not about syllables and it's just not about yeah so royce um lupe responded lupe went and just dismembered this nigga talking about this nigga's walking around in heaven because he already dead yo dude just little things like that and we know it's not lupe's best we lupe was a, that was a freestyle that was like not something serious and that's something lupe's so dope at like off top like we've seen like he's got one of the best freestyles on sway off the top just playing playing around so for him that was like light work also like it was light it wasn't pure lyricism that we've seen from lupe it was personal for sure very attacking on who royce is a person but it wasn't a thing of yo he sat down and wrote this shit you know it wasn't that type of thing also apparently what uh crooked eye said well what, what we heard is that Roy's song was actually longer than the time that it was. It was actually eight minutes and he took that away. So this is a lot of things, man. Like you claim that you don't want this energy, but you put that energy out, but then you recant that energy. It's just, yeah, what do you want exactly? You want niggas to rap or do you want niggas to be buddy buddy or what? You want niggas somehow you the best, but then prove it type shit, you know? Prove that you're the best. Rap. You guys are rapping now, you know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, Lupe responded. Mickey Fax also had a conversation with Royce before he uh went to go and do what he did. I feel like he's just was like fucking insane. Like that was like the best this ever. Out of Royce, out of Lupe, Mickey Fax just yeah, it was just some other shit. Like I like I respected Mickey Fax before as an MC because he's 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 an MC and then he dived into battle rap and then he went back into being an MC. So yeah, he's just yeah it made me respect him even more like he felt disrespected by um royce and joe and just people clowning him for actually like not respecting him as an mc so he was like ah you know what and then he also asked royce was that towards me was that this towards me about my kid and stuff because lupe doesn't have children bro so and then royce is backpedaling to him it's not really about you you weren't even in my thought process when i wrote that shit but you're making it but you you wrote it though you know so he, he said yeah it's for you then if you want it for you take it so he took it dropped the disc record insane disc record yo 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 brah just yeah just beautiful to see we thought this was just um 
we thought that it was this was just well i did when i before the whole thing i can't speak to anybody else i just thought that this was just competitiveness these guys are just going at it Cantinea, go back listen to where the instagram live happened from this nigga lupe got guests from battle rappers who saw this interaction of who the best is two weeks later and they guessed lupe uh mook lux and i was like damn i was like damn man damn niggas got guessed and then yeah royce called lupe a bitch in the instagram live and lupe was like just rap nigga you're gonna embarrass yourself on that stage if you want a public ass whooping i'll do that and it's just got real personal and just real shit and then lupe was revealing stuff about the podcast that had to get cut and just them like uh, just them having like bad energy on the podcast just stuff the public didn't really need to know about like there's just some shit we didn't need to know about you know then we realized okay this stuff actually is a deep rooted it's not as light as we thought we never we didn't know it was just rap we thought it was just competitive rapness you know nigga just flexing that they can still rap zero bruh none of that cantina there's actual hate lupe wins and announces hey the podcast is dead i felt the way because i was like damn i really enjoyed the podcast between these two this weird shit you know what i'm saying going back to the point of Roy saying which i feel like royce is wrong and right um if you have a problem with me why do you make it seem like we cool then you know what i'm saying yeah like if you had this main big problem with me like, why you make it seem like you're cool there you go and delete the podcast it's just weird just people moving weird and that's the thing of ego and being embarrassed of your image type shit it just ruins things you know what i'm saying it just ruins things but yeah man i thought i thought it was really dope I thought it was something needed for for us because we haven't hip hop has been in a really friendly place for like a while but like niggas haven't really gone out their way to like this and you know so i was like yeah this is healthy this competitive this country nah, there's no healthiness about it <laughs> there's no healthiness about it but yeah man niggas better put respect on mickey fax name man that's all i'm gonna say but yeah um smack url announced summer madness 11 now that crowds are back i'm very interested to see what's been happening because battle rap we used to battle rap in a small room these since covid where the actual lyricists are able to show why they're lyricists where you have to listen no crowd reactions type thing so yeah it's it's now interesting to hear that okay they 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 back on with the whole um crowds being back shits you know so yeah um the card was revealed it was just how many battles four four battles simple I can already tell these battles are gonna be an hour long. <laughs> Yo, they're gonna be an hour long. Um, the event is when is the event? September twenty fifth. Um, Summer Madness eleven. Murder Mook versus Reed Dallas. I don't know why that's the thing. I was when I first heard that I was like, why is this outdated battle a thing? Why? <laughs> like why? Why? Um, K Shine versus Hollow the Dawn. Calico versus Gichigari, Susa versus John John the Don. Also, that battle, John John and Susa, also outdated. <sighs> you know, my first thing was like, uh, okay, I guess. You know, when you when you when niggas is bored now and they be like, yeah, let's just put this together. You know what I'm saying? Then that's I felt like that's what two made the main cards are like the rivalry. Like, oh, dude, so outdated. You know, but. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna watch regardless. I hope I do because that's another thing. I haven't really been watching Battle Rap in a long time. Like I say I would, but then eventually I like I forget about it and I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. I guess. Yeah. 
just have to fall back into things again you know um i'm looking forward to k shine and hollow though for sure um definitely there's a lot of resentment there was for a while a lot of hate so that could make for good content that could make for a good battle you know what i'm saying uh calico versus gichikari as well um calico hasn't really been top notch but he, he killed a the last battle that i saw um he battled hitman i haven't watched that battle yet on rbe i saw it was released on youtube i see smack also released terok versus murder mook dope ass battles that i saw just haven't seen the hitman Harla versus calico i actually want to watch that i'll probably watch that uh this weekend you know what i'm saying but yeah um man listen man calico versus gichikari is dope gichikari is like this dope ass battle rapper that i really like from the west coast it's like a street rapper like gang affiliate used to be so he's just like he's real with it like it's not fake shit you know it's documented that this nigga is that you know so yeah um him battling calico um i'm, I'm keen to see what going with that i'm keen to see the k-shine battle Sue Seven, John John the Don, huh? Not so much. I wanted it, but nah. Nah, man. Nah. Outdated. Sue Seven will definitely lose, I feel. John John is just one of those battle rappers that can, like, copycat you, bro. Like, he transforms into into you, dog, and he kills you with your own style type shit. Like, he's one of those, like, chameleon battle rappers, you know? Um, Yeah, man. That's that's it. I, I don't feel a way about it. But yeah, guys. Um... We're coming to the end of the podcast. This was Word on the Screen Podcast, episode 82. We back. Don't forget to follow the page. Don't forget to let us know. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review us on iTunes. Follow the SoundCloud page. Thank you to the people who have been following the SoundCloud page. We're getting those followers up. We're on 200 and something now. Very, very dope. 223, I think. Yeah, very, very dope. So, yeah, man. Um, please have yourself a fruitful uh week ahead uh please remember to be safe out here on the weekend just remember to take it easy breathe uh stay safe keep your mask up sanitize and don't forget to breathe man just have a beautiful week further and you're almost there you know what i'm saying you you made it you made it continue on um but yeah song of the week shit was like a closing um so I listened to this R&B artist I really like. Um, she released a, a, a single one time and I was like, whew, who's this? Uh, her name's Joda Khosi. Fire, fire, fire. Truth is, I nigga, when that joint, I was like, yo, you know? Yeah, so she dropped a, a project, Sour Milk EP. Insane quality. Like, I'm loving the quality right now. R&B is really at the forefront for me in terms of quality music being released in SA that can stand on the global stage you know but yeah so there's this joint on on this project that i really really love like i, I repeat it like crazy like her flow on there is just crazy you'll hear her flow eventually like i've never heard like a flow on like an r&b joint like that's so like cocky and so like i'm the shit like she knows she fire like she can sing cool but now she's still flowing so i was like damn this is so fucking ill but yeah the song is called uh meant to be by Jodah Khosi off of a project Sour Milk go cop that project it's really really good I'm probably gonna review it next week yeah man beloved slimes we clacking out of here please be safe though peace love and light <laughs> yeah peace
Then no strings attached, I got myself tangled You were just a failed rebellion Compared to other guys, you're on a billion You're the only one I put up on a pedestal You say we should be just friends But with you, it can never be platonic Cause every time I see you, I feel harder It happens really fast like I'm Sonic We were meant to be Every time